Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There was a lot of talk about the running game being a focus during the bye week, um, and then to do what you guys did. Yeah. Were there many changes during the fi- during the bye week, or was it mostly just getting better? What you guys did? Well, no, not changes, um, but we got to be an offense that whatever the defense allows us to do, we got to be able to do, whether that be running or passing. And um, I would say we just focused on what we did well, and because um, I mean it wasn't like a significant amount of carries difference. Trey just. Had, you know, more yardage and LT and those guys and Rodney. So it was more just focusing on what we can do, giving them focus assignment and working on what we're going to call. And, and um, you know, Trey did a good job. Receivers did a good job on the edges. I mean, just focusing on whatever they're allowing or giving up, we got to be able to do it no matter what part of it is. And I think that's just been the growth of our offense because at one point, you know, if one of those things didn't go, we lost. You know, and now we're being able to find those that space and yardage wherever it need be. But it was good to see Trey get going. But you know, you remember from the past, I never had any worry that it was going to be fine as we kept getting better toward the season. The rotating of the guys up front—that was something you guys obviously planned going to the season. How much of it is a present moment, this certain game, this certain situation? How much of it is planning for the future, just having guys ready throughout the course of the season where you don't have any more off weeks left and you got to grind out some wins? All of it is. Um, you know, I don't I don't like, you know, we, we got some guys that can go in there and help us win games. And um, I don't want to limit just because of just numbers. So we have more than five that can help us win games. And also, um, the matchups do come into account sometime, but health, um, you know, there's a I, got, I believed I had eight guys that can go in a game and help us win a game. And I didn't want to limit them and say, well, you got to beat that guy out. No, I mean, I can get you in there in certain situations that can help us out and also keep continue to build that depth. But um, no, it's, it's already pre-planned when we go. And it was good to get Rob back out there. We had him on a play count. Um, um, but, you know, it, not just one factor in determining when I rotate the O-line. Um. Trey had obviously a good day running, but um, he credited the offensive line, but also Keon Coleman had some key blocks. What did you see in the blocking that worked so well that may have not been working in previous games? Yeah, well, Keon, at the, he was at the point of attack of a lot of the long runs, which, um, you know, we want to give him credit because he takes ownership in that, too. And, and Johnny, who loves to block, and, and all those guys, man. Even, uh, you know, we gave um, Ja'Kai at the point of attack on the, the, um, the slip screens, you know, the first play of the game. When we threw it to the tight end, he had to have two wonderful blocks on the perimeter. That's how we started the game. I mean, it's got you got to be a complete receiver, and that's what we talked about with Keon. Is I mean, he can do it all, you know, and we don't have to limit when he's at the point of attack on a run or catching or anything like that. But I don't think there was a significant difference of 
what we did or how we executed it. Guys are getting better as the season goes, which you have to do that. You have to use the practices during the season to keep improving. But also, you know, the, I mean, he, he trades fast. I mean, once he get out in the open, if we can get him clear to the second level, he can go. Jordan mentioned on Saturday that one of the biggest focuses for you guys has been is can playing uh, consistently and you know carrying momentum throughout the game you know the first quarter that you guys had you know, really strong and then you know into the second and into the third um you know what's key in making sure that you guys are you know working towards playing you know that complete game yeah i mean <laughs> he's a real conference opponent so we, we always talk about even before the game there's always going to be a shift in momentum there's always going to be that that they make a play or we make a mistake or a lot of the drives we start on, we got a holding or a false start or a snap infraction, we mow. So it was more of like, all right, these things are going to happen. How is you going to be your response? But the constant pursuit of that perfect game is what keeps the standard the standard, um, not basing it off the result. And that's always been the expectation of, 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 of with us from Coach Norvell. So we're always going to have that high pursuit of that perfect game. And then we'll come back and say, well, it ain't never going to be perfect. But we're always going to choose our best. And whatever the result is after our best, we're fine with those results. But no, nah, I mean, you know, we're we going we, we looking to either respond to adversity, play our best game, make sure the standard is the standard, because that keeps the expectations of what we need to be in this program. There was a play, first or second drive, third and 11, where he hits Morlock probably four yards short of the line, but it looks like Jordan throws to the shoulder to turn him away from the sideline, knowing that he had room there. Yep. Am I, is that what he did? And is that the details that maybe these veteran, really good quarterbacks do that maybe other quarterbacks don't? Like he sees that if he throws, if he leads more like he's leading him out of bounds. So he throws it a little bit behind him to make him turn mm -hmm. and get the first down. Yeah, Jordan can locate the ball. I and mean, he understands coverage. He understands when it's good to take the sack. I mean, because he's done a great job of protecting the football beyond that. But no, I think he was rolling to the left on that play, which is always say, difficult with a quarterback who's right-handed. But he's able to still throw an accurate and lead the ball to the receiver and also take what the defense was giving him in a long yarder situation. Now, we have a system where we know if we're going to go or not, and we, we, know, we let him know if, what, what's the situation, whether we're going to go for it on fourth down and things of that sort, where we talk about sequencing. But no, nah, man, Jordan is smart. He can locate the football. He understands when, you know, we always talk about we want to end the, the drive with the, the score or a kick. Sometimes protecting, like when they come off, the, let's say we not score, we say good job owning the football that we didn't turn it over. I mean, he understands all of that, man. He's played a lot of football, so man. Locating the football, understanding the situation, knowing when we're going to sequence the calls, understanding not to make a bad, bad play a bad day. And sometimes that's not seen because you're like, oh, why he did this? Like, like, no, I mean, I'm glad he did that. Sometimes a punt ain't a bad play, but no, he, Jordan can do it. I feel like we we ask you about him every week, but but Darius stepping in at left mm -hmm. tackle with with Bless. I don't know. He's uh he's struggled some at left tackle, some in the past. I mean, mm -hmm. it seemed like there was no problem at all, and then even hopping over to right tackle. I mean, what's it say about him? I mean, we've talked about how he he plays every position or can play every position, but it seems like he's this year played three positions at a pretty high level for you. Yeah, man, I, I trust Darius, man, to go in there and operate however he need be, and um. He's a, he's a staple in our room because I get to use him as an example of a guy that can go in any place he's needed and understand the game plan and still go execute at a high level. Um, he's always still in constant competition. He's a part of the rotation, too, because we've built a unit where, you know, it's the unit playing the game, not just these individuals on the field. We're trying to go beat you with the O-line room instead of just two O-linemen and that sort. So he understands that and he embodies that. So with him understanding that with those older guys like Rob and, and Mo and, and um, 
and of course the, um, Darius, who are like the, the foundation of the room, if they're in there unselfish, understand what has to be the standard and things like that, when other people come in, that just sets the stage for it. But now Darius is a, is a good player. He can play all five positions. I'm glad we got him. He's a, he can rotate at all fives, which gives us depth within depth. And um, we, you know, we fully trust him when he's out there. Coach Norvell said that um, Syracuse's defense will, could bring pressure from any basically any spot on the field. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> when teams are like that, how 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 do you prepare for that? Like, how, are there yeah. what are the keys, or how do you prepare? There's not necessarily a, a normal game plan. No, I mean first is it's still you know dictating what you want to do. We still want to be who we are and do what we do. We just want to make sure we're not putting our kids in a bad situation based upon what they do on defense. But I mean, the last years we played Syracuse, they've been pretty consistent in causing a lot of chaos. I mean, they're top 10 in the country in tackle for loss because they can create so many twists and different pressures and keep you on your edge. I mean, they want to dictate to you what they want you to do. And we got to find that balance of not putting our guys in a bad situation, but also not taking ourselves of what we do well. And, um, I, and we, we got to find that. I mean, it's still early in the game plan. We're still searching for those answers. But, you know, that, that, that's the balance of it. But they do a phenomenal job of, of dictating and make sure you, you know, can't tell what they're doing. They don't give away tips. So, I mean, it's going to be a unique challenge. But, you know, we got to make sure we have our identity on display, display also. You said last week, I, I think you, you did say it, uh, you want to go maybe a little bit faster, a little more up-tempo. Mm -hmm. the, the first half especially, and it's hard to go up-tempo when you hit a 63-yard run and an 85-yard run, granted, mm -hmm. but did you like the, the tempo and the, the amount of plays and the amount of execution that started those, those first three years, how, how quick it was going? Yeah, good coaches always say that, you know, to play with tempo is earned. You know, you got to be able to get some chunk yardage or some first downs to be able to call tempo plays. And if you're not doing that, you're not going to be able to play with tempo. So what I wanted to maybe you know, refer to is we have to earn the right to do that. We got to have some efficiency on first down, some efficiency. We have to convert on third down. So that shows our, our percentage on third down conversions helped us play faster because we had more opportunities to tempo and keep our guys on the field and maybe dictate some plays. So as we continue to get efficient with early down success and also, you know, once we get past the scripted play, and things like that. We have to earn that right. And I thought guys did a better job of earning that so we could play with some tempo and keep some guys out there. But I mean, you know, game five, we, we, we got to continue to get better. You know, all of these, these games are, you know, continuous process to find that best game or to just continue to fight to get better. And, and I, I, I believe our guys are doing that. They're, we're getting better as we go. Continuing on what I asked you about, Rocky Long defense, what does he do differently than Syracuse has done in the past? Also, anybody in their personnel that just flashes on film and stands out to you? Rocky is the inventor of this defense. I mean, he, he established it. So, you know, everybody else do a good job, but he, he is the, he's not a carbon, he is the, he is the one, he is the originator. So he understands the problems. He knows how to, if you, there's nothing you really can show him that he hadn't seen or had an answer for. So we got to be efficient and on time, but no, he, 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 it's not a garbage defense. The people think they're just doing everything. No, it's very planned and coordinated and, and they're understanding with back alignment, tight ends and things of this sort now. So if you look at it, it can be, oh man, they're everywhere, but no, it's calculated and it's coached and it's coordinated. So we got to do a good job of making sure we're not, you know, giving up any tackles for loss and, 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 and being on point and being efficient on early downs and also on third downs because they're getting a lot of sacks too. So we got to be on point. On that um, two-point conversion by Courtney, um, mm -hmm. How much is the offensive coordinator? How much say do you get to, like when you guys get a um, to go for two? And then what did you see on the play? And 
obviously coach mentioned you guys practice it and we're ready for that situation what did you see in that play to make it work that's my guy jp man he does a wonderful job with the special teams and, and coach novell also has his hand in it because he has to decide whether we're going to do it or not but all of those things man you know they seem so unique but like coach said we run them Every day, I mean, it's we have so many of those type of deals that we we install and have ready because you never know, especially with the rules and overtime with all the two point plays and different things, and you got to be ready for all situations. So we had the utmost confidence, and when it was very similar to uh, Oklahoma when we, we had the two point conversion versus them with the uh, field goal team. So you know, we we have a bunch of that stuff stored up, and and you know, we don't want to make those unique or trick plays. We want to make those regular plays. So we practice them a ton. And um, so we got quite a few in the tank if we need them. I know identity is one of those buzzwords when it comes to you know what this offense is, what you guys could be. I think through four games, you guys like quite literally run the same amount of running plays as you did pass plays this past weekend. You guys ran kind of out of nowhere. Um, is the fact that can your identity be that you don't have one and it just seemingly you're going to figure out a way every Saturday just to make it work? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I would say that it's the we can do what needs to be done to have good offense. And um, and in the past, I, I don't know if I could have came up here and said the same thing, but you know, if we need to throw the ball, we can. If we need to run it, we will. If we if Jordan needs to create, he will. Um, I, I was talking to Johnny, I mean, I, mean, I, I would have never guessed that game five would be his first touchdown catch. I would have never guessed that this season, but that's the unique part of having the weapons we have, the uniqueness. Whenever the ball is going to somebody, one other person, somebody else is not getting it who's also a special and dynamic player. So, you know, we, we try to pride ourselves in our identity, meaning whatever we need to be done, we have the athletes to do it. And our identity is also going to be, you know, we want to, we always want to establish the run, but we also want to say, hey, if this is not working, we're not going to just give in. You know, we want to make sure we got dynamic playmakers on the edge. We got them in the middle, you know, with Jaheim who had big games and, and Morlock. This game was a big key piece to us. You know, we hadn't said his name in a tray. I mean, so it's, it's, it's the, the, whatever needs to be done, we got the skilled players to do it. Coach, you have some moments of absolute explosiveness on offense, mm -hmm. and then almost immediately it can it can go quiet for mm -hmm. a while. Oh, yeah. um, I'm sure you've done a lot of analysis of that um, throughout the season. Have you determined anything that is uh, a cause or uh, things you're working on to uh, be able to? perform at a more consistent level? Absolutely. Um, it goes back to what I talked about, earning a right to play with tempo, you know, because we looked at our play counts during the bye week and we wanted to get that play up. That comes from converting on third down. You know, that's a direct reflection of how we convert on third down, our early down, first and second down success, and also penalties. You know, this is the first game we had as many false starts as we had with snap infractions, holding calls on big runs, which limits you and things like that. So I think this particular game came down to every drive we stalled or didn't do, it was a penalty involved. And we went backwards and got us off clock and maybe, you know, didn't convert a, 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 an explosive and things like that. So we couldn't sequence. And so as many other factors, for, but it's all self-inflicted. And um, so we have to study, you know, if we're not converting on third down, if we're getting penalties, man, we, we can become one of the worst offenses in America very quickly. So we have to make sure we understand that, you know, we're explosive, but we got to be on point. You talked about Kyle Morlock. I know Coach said uh, Jaheim was a little limited, kind of able to only play a couple plays for you Saturday, but it seemed like Kyle and even Marquiston really took advantage of that. I guess what's the benefit of having a tight end room that deep? Absolutely. And, and Jaheim, guys, he ain't never limited, but we do a good job of protecting players from themselves. 
And um, sometimes that's a little bit of a battle because they, they all have that itch when they're on the sideline. You know, everybody wants to do it, but, you know, we got to make sure we have enough where you don't have to go out there and further hurt yourself. So you'll be fine, you know. But, but no, Cal first played the game. I mean, he was the, he was the first target of it. And then we had a screen to Mark Easton who did a really good job on it. So, man, and those guys have done it in games before. I'm going back and watching old games. I mean, Mark Easton has made some big plays in his program, the winning touchdown against Oklahoma. I mean, he's made some really good plays. I've seen Cal do it in practice multiple times. So we trust him and you still got uh, Preston um, uh, uh, Preston Daniels who's done a really good job of making plays even I remember a play popped up against North Carolina when he had a first down conversion in 2020 I mean we've had some we, we got some guys that can do it so I like to have those good offense problems you know when I, when I say good offense problems that means there's always somebody left out there's always somebody that can get performed but in-house in our own network we, we understand that man it can be anybody's day and um, make sure you're supporting your teammates. But no, nah, I mean, that tight end room is really, really good. And I even look toward the future. I'm looking at those guys. We had the young guy scrimmage on Sunday. And, and those young guys are showing up with Jackson West being able to get back healthy and, and Powers and Jarrell and those guys. I'm, I'm excited for that room. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thank you all.